Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm off the whiskey for a bit. <laughs> I started hitting <laughs> it. On a bit oh, of a mate. mate, after the weekend away, then I, yeah, then I bought a bottle. That's the bottle that I got from you guys. And then mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. smashed that slightly too quickly. And um, I did. And then I was just like, nah, this is bad. Because I was back to having one every night again. And it's just like, well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a ridiculous amount. It was only like a, you know, it's a healthy pour, but not like ridiculous. But it's, and I was only having one, but it was just like, nah, it's just, ah, yeah. So <laughs> I, um, I hit that on the head. So <laughs> I'm just having a little break for a bit as well. I think it's probably the uh, way forward. Yeah, so. sensible moves, sensible moves. Yeah, yeah. I'm just checking I've got everything running properly. It sounds like we're good. So welcome. Testing, testing. Yeah, welcome everybody. Harmonic Whiskey Tales. We've got Dave with us from Melbourne. Hello. Sunny Melbourne, or rainy Melbourne, or snowy Melbourne, depending on what time um, of the day it is. I think we've had pretty much everything today, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, <laughs> good old Melbourne. Um, oh, my fucking mic's drooping. I don't want to droop your mic. That's good. no good. Um, I'm floppy already. No, it's not good. So, yeah, so what we're going to do is do a little summary of the Formula One. Smithers, you got in touch and asked if I'd done mine yet, and I was just about to crack on with it. So, yeah, thank you for joining no worries, no worries. Oh, my tea's quite hot, fucking hell. I just incinerated my mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was a pretty good race. Did you watch the full thing or highlights? Or um, I watched, I suppose, a bit of a mix of both, um, really. But, um, yeah, well, the first thing I wanted to kind of, I guess, um, touch upon, which I'm sure you have talked about in previous shows, um, was obviously... Uh, Grosjean's crash and um, oh, yeah. I that last week. Because, because I think I I probably underestimated just how crazy it was. Um, had you not if, seen it? Well, I had seen it, um, but initially, I suppose, I kind of saw, oh, he had a bad crash, he's okay, that's cool. Um, and, oh, there was fire, okay, looks like a really bad crash. But then it, just the analysis on, on the TV over the weekend and stuff just makes you realise just how fucking lucky he was. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, he, he was very lucky. Like, if, if that had happened midway through a race, the race, and the, the doctor's sort of safety car hadn't been following him, then I, mm. I don't think he'd have got out. Because the fucking, I talked about this on the podcast last, from last week, the guy, the, the fire safety dude, you know, as part of the, the track kind of marshals, you know, the, the safety guy who had the fire extinguisher, mm. he had this pissy little thing that didn't do anything. Like, I don't know what, I have no idea why he had such a shitty extinguisher. And it was only because the doctor's car pulled up and they jumped out with their ones, which were these, like, the proper heavy-duty, you know, really powerful ones with all the power, not the powdery, but, you know, it's like that kind of gas thing um it was only because they were there i think otherwise he just i don't don't see how he'd have got out i don't know it's it's yeah it's interesting you say that because from the replays that i saw i wasn't paying that close attention maybe i need to look at it again but from what i saw it was mainly that the 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 doctors um because they did a thing on sky sports f1 um and and i i don't think I didn't see them deploy a fire extinguisher as such. I saw, obviously, the, oh, no, it was the, the, doctors, the doctor mate. dude. The doctors, um, it was the doctors who put the fucking fire out. It was one doctor had the fire extinguisher and the other doctor ran in and pulled him out. Right, okay. Yeah. And yeah, then there was a, I think the focus was on the guy that pulled him out, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah. there was, on the other side of the incident, 
off the track, there was a fire marshal guy there, and he just had this pissy little like water extinguisher uh, like you'd have yeah, in your fucking yeah. office. It was like I don't know what I, I don't know I don't know. It just seemed very inadequate in terms of a fire extinguisher for that sort of thing. I mean, I, I mm, it just I don't mm. know. So he was so lucky that it happened then, and where I, yeah, I mean, because I don't his pedal his foot was stuck under one of the pedals as well, so that's why it took yeah you had to take his boot off twenty seconds well, to get can, out yeah can get out yeah so um, you know there's all kinds of fucking things that could have gone yeah. wrong there so it's pretty miraculous <clears throat> that he got out and he was going to try and come back for uh, the next final race um but yeah he's, he's, he's um, not, not able to is he yeah no yeah. and i think i don't know i just i feel like just take that as a sign man just get out um yeah can. toto wolf's offered him a, a last drive there isn't he just in the car yeah um, yeah he, he did which actually is, which is a, a nice touch grosjean said oh, i'd like to maybe have a little track day and yeah, have a yeah. final spin in one event you know next year but um so toto was like yeah if no one else gives him a car then we'll, we'll give it to him so um so that's cool yeah toto's ever awesome so and did you watch his yeah. uh, interview at the end of the race from yesterday from today did you see his interview um, on, on i read about it he, he called <laughs> it a, a shit show a monumental fuck up monumental um, exactly up, what he said with the with the f-bomb in there live on tv <laughs> it was fucking yeah, brilliant yeah. so yes take, and it was it was a complete fuck up but anyway we can get to yeah, that yeah yeah shall yeah. i just read through the results and then we'll go from there um, sounds good yeah sounds so good. yeah Anyway, it's um, just wrapping up on the Grosjean thing. Oh, just yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've gone over it, but uh, yeah, pretty pretty amazing that he walked away from that. And uh, obviously, yeah. as well, he sort of said that he was he was perhaps one of the most vocal people against the halo. And uh, now yeah. um, he's definitely changed his tune. Which, uh, but you know, people's minds can be changed. It's a pretty extreme yeah. way to get your mind changed. He'd but, have uh, taken a massive head impact if um, yeah, yeah, ridiculous happened yeah. because of the way yeah. the barriers split and because of the height of yeah. the, all that stuff. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, it just goes to show how far safety has come, man. Like, it's uh, yeah, it's insane when you see the pictures of the car. Just just the back end, just like being torn off, crazy. Yeah, it, it, it's. Um, I mean, I I think the car was designed to kind of do that in terms of oh, how. Yeah, totally, totally. yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it wasn't supposed to catch fire, and it wasn't. Um, he wasn't, yeah. I mean, I don't know, yeah. There was a lot of things they're going to learn the, um, from it. The force of the impact, I mean, crikey, yeah. Oh, yeah, huge. How could you even test for that? You know? Yeah, I know. I don't think you could, but anyway, yeah. So, yeah, crazy, crazy. Race. Moving on, moving on. Sorry, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, no, it's good, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I did brief. Well, I'm pretty much actually, it's all I talked about last week. I didn't really summarize the race because yeah. it was a bit well, boring, but um, unsurprisingly, uh, yeah, if, if people haven't seen it, um, it's, um, it's pretty crazy. Mm. So, um, and actually, this race was pretty good, actually. It was quite an entertaining race in the end, kind of chaos. So, I'll go through the results and then we'll get, get to it to the summary. So, yeah, Sergio Perez won. That's his first ever win uh, in Formula One. So, congrats to him. And we've got P2 was Esteban Ocon, P3 Lance Stroll, P4 Carlos Sainz, um, which keeps him just in the hunt in the uh, championship. Uh, constructors for that third place um daniel ricardo was p5 alexander album p6 daniel kvyat p7 bottas p8 george russell p9 although he should have won it twice uh landai norris p10 gasly uh p11 vettel 12 giovanazzi 13 raikkonen 14th magnuson 15th jack aitken 16th who was substituting for 
uh, the Williams team in place of George Russell, who was substituting for Lewis Hamilton, who got COVID, and yeah, you know, anyway, um, which I actually talked about, I think, in the week um, when it got announced. I think I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure okay. I put the episode up. I think I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I did. I talked about it anyway, so I hope I fucking put it up. No, I definitely put it up. And then you had Pietro for Fittipaldi, who was substituting for Grosjean for Haas, um, 17th, and then Latifi. Uh, went out on lap 52, Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc went out on lap one, um, literally third corner, uh, which was pretty much Charles Leclerc's fault. He did kind of own up to it, saying that he kind of just outbraked himself. Um, but Sergio yeah, Perez was, kind of... interesting one, because um, initially it almost looked like Perez yeah. caused it. Yeah, I mean, he, he kind of, he could have left a bit more room, but... Um, if Leclerc had braked when he should have done it, it wouldn't have been a problem. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he is known a hectic situation all round. Really, yeah, he is. Uh, he is known for these dives up the inside in the first few corners. So, which yeah, is, he's yeah. taken out Vettel and someone else, and then he almost took Vettel out last weekend doing exactly the same thing. So, he is a bit feisty on the first lap. So, yeah, he, um, yeah, that was kind of his fault, really. But. Um, yeah, and then I mean Perez, who eventually went on to win it, was basically last. Um, mm. Yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> after the first lap, and went on to win it. And actually, Ricardo made a good point and said that he shouldn't be, they shouldn't be um, getting beaten by someone who was 18th on the first lap, like who was in a similar sort of car in terms of performance. Um, and that was all down to strategy for Renault. They fucked it up. Renault, Renault and McLaren basically really it should have been Sainz Ricardo and maybe Perez given everything that happened with Mercedes that's what really the result should have been but um, Renault pitted Ricardo I think it was in the uh, virtual one of the virtual safety cars and they just mistimed it and everyone mm. sort of came in and they were trying to cover off Kvyat and it just they just fucked it up and I think uh, it was Stroll or someone got in and out before the safety car so they, well while the virtual safety car was happening and then by the time Renault and everyone came in the safety car ended so everyone was back up to full speed so they kind of just lost out massively so so yeah we're, so we we were in the first lap and already then we've lost um, we've lost Verstappen Verstappen we've and Leclerc, Leclerc. yeah Leclerc. Yeah, look, uh, Verstappen didn't actually get hit by anyone. He 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 tried no, to avoid the accident, road, and he? then he got caught in the gravel, and then yeah. just understeered straight into the wall. Just yeah, just basically yeah, ran out of road. So, um, so, so yeah, that dream, was dream start for Russell. Well, he got he he had a really good start. He was really worried about the start as well, and apparently he just went over it hundreds and hundreds of times, like with, yeah, the, with yeah, his crew yeah. and all that. And then he um, he kind of got away. Bottas had a pretty sloppy start, as he kind of has been doing recently, um, mm. and was kind of caught up fighting everyone. And then uh, immediately it was a safety car. And then yeah. Russell dealt with that perfectly in the restart as well, kept ahead, you know, and it was actually Bottas that was under pressure um, straight after that initial safety car. And that was a full safety car, not a virtual safety car, because there were like two two cars that had to be retrieved. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it was, yeah, so that was interesting. And then he, he, yeah, then he just basically, Russell just had the pace and just fucked off and just built up this really nice gap um, and kind of just did what Lewis has, has done. He just managed to outpace Bottas and then maintain a gap. Um, 
So did um, did you talk about previously um, qualifying at all? Because obviously, no, I didn't. No, we didn't talk about that. Important to know that Russell, I mean, stepping in to um, the unknown, just like two days uh, notice, qualifies in P two about what was it? It was very small margin, twenty six thousandths of a second. Yes, which is insane. Really, when you think how how he's used to be at the back of the grid, really. Yeah, I mean, he he really, I mean. There, it was the first corner there where he lost the time, and he would have he would have had yeah. Bottas apart from that first corner. Um, yeah, so he did an incredible job to you know two days notice jumps in the car. They've got to shoehorn him into the car because he's too tall for the car. He's, he's wearing <laughs> shoes that are one size too small. His shoulders and everything are rubbing on the sides. He sits about about four or five inches higher in the car. Um, it's yeah, I mean it's it's crazy really. So for him to get that close to Bottas and, and remember Bottas is you know has beaten Lewis in quite a few polls this year so mm. it's not like Bottas is slow over one lap so he, he's right up there with Lewis in terms of his qualifying speed so for for Russell to be right on that pace and literally lose that by about that's about five inches basically if you want to go yeah, down into yeah. like a distance between <laughs> the two cars in terms of the nose yeah so so you're um, talking pretty pretty tight margins there really oh yeah he, he you know he could have quite easily been on pole which is pretty remarkable oh it's incredible yeah um, yeah i've been yeah. talking him up all this time man i tell you it's so nice yeah, to yeah, sort of yeah. see him absolutely absolutely um, do this well and then in the race yeah he just he was just amazing just calm and managed to pace mm. and right up to the first pit stop and then he boxed and um came out and then put in some great times bottas they kept him out a bit longer and by the time bottas just, um, came out it, some of the overtaking moves as well the whole race was just oh, it was awesome. yeah yeah there was some great overtaking. super entertaining yeah 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 i mean and actually he built then a gap after that first pit stop to bottas because he just yeah again russell just put in the laps once he boxed and got on the new tires and then he'd built up a pretty tasty i think he gained another five or six seconds in the pit stop thing um and then yeah i mean there were some great battles further down as well lots of overtaking it was a good track okay, for yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Tra- good track for that for sure so um, um science science was very sort of pacey i mean oh, good, yeah. as well and and Lance stroll and um you know all, all in the mix know. It's some, yeah, just I, real yeah I don't know where Perez, how he did it. I just don't get it. I just don't. I mean, he they they timed the pit stops right, and then they they didn't. They timed the virtual safety car pit stop perfectly, which is where he leapfrogged people, and then mm-hmm. and that's where it worked out for him. Um, so we had we yeah. I'm just trying to think where we're at now. So, so we, we also because then we had a safety car from um, the uh, Williams Reserve. Drive, yeah. So we? that was when it all started going. A bit crazy. <laughs> Tits up. So there was a, oh no, was it? Yeah. So it was at that point, everyone had come in for their first pit stops and it was going to be just a one stop race. So everyone was pretty much on the hard tire. Then Jack Aitken, ironically in George Russell's car, uh, went off it, on yeah, the last yeah. corner, just about kept it okay, but just clipped his nose off. So yeah, he, that was on, that was on lap 62. Yeah. So he, that happened. And then, um, his nose cone came onto the track and they couldn't get it off the track without a safety car. And there was kind of debris and carbon fiber everywhere. So they had to sweep that up. Yeah, um, yeah. So that happened. 
So Mercedes, Mercedes dive into the pits. Literally, it was right as they were coming around the last corner. So they both come into the pits at the same time, double stack. It was very last minute. And then at this point, there was a radio malfunction between the pit crew and the pit wall. So they didn't hear exactly what was supposed to be happening. I think it was something like that, apparently. Then they came out and, although I don't buy that, to be honest with you, because they came out with, they knew that both cars were coming in. So they must have known to get two sets of tyres. An official version and perhaps a version that we don't know about. (laughs) Basically what happened was they put on three of George Russell's tyres and one of Valerie Bottas's tyres on Russell's car. He fucks (laughs) off straight. Good, good stop. Like quick stop. 2.4 seconds. Off he goes. Bottas comes in. It was the front left wheel man who noticed that he was putting on, George George Russell's tyre and he was like oh no fuck this is bad he called it then luckily they realised so then they could put they basically put the hard tyres back on Bottas's car and got him out of the pit so he basically came in for a completely pointless pit stop wasted like 25 seconds and then they realised they'd made the mistake so um, they had to call Russell back in by which point he had been stuck behind the safety car for like half a lap. So everyone had caught up with him pretty much. So then he came yeah. in, he came, went down to 18th basically or something crazy or 17th or something. Um, Nuts, wasn't it? yeah. Where was he? Um, I mean like 16th or something. I don't know. So he, Oh, oh no, he wasn't that far down. Yeah, no. He dropped them down to fourth and fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't that far oh, down. Really? That's yeah. It was the yeah, second incident yeah. that happened. Yeah. So he was, he was then running fourth, but on brand new medium tires, which was a good tire to be on. So he was on the best tires out of everyone around him. Bottas was ahead of him, but on older tires, cause they had to put the old tires back on. Um, so <laughs> then, but then Russ, then safety car restart, they get going again. There's like, I don't know, 20 laps to go or something like that. Not many. Russell gets up to second again, doesn't he? He gets up to second. He was, he was gaining on Perez. Um, he was 2.3 seconds behind at that stage. Then he gets a slow puncture um, <laughs> and there was still like 10 laps to go. So he would have, I reckon he'd have got him. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, I mean, it's the fact that he, he got past Bottas and he got past Sainz, then Stroll, then Ocon yeah. um, or something like that. And then, yeah, his overtaking was just, yeah. yeah and then the, the move he pace. put on, the move he put on Bottas was just insane around turn four or something. It was just mm. beautiful. Well, no, turn five, I don't know. It was, it was a crazy move. Um, so that was, yeah, that was excellent. And then, yeah, he, he got a slow puncture. He had to come in and then that put him down to like 16th or something because everyone was bunched up from the safety car. So a pit stop was just going to absolutely kill him. Um, so that happened. They put on some soft tires. So he was on the best tires he possibly could be for like pure speed. And he mm. just got after it again and, you know, made up like seven places and got up to P9 um, just behind Bottas by like, two two and a half seconds in the end yeah he did really well yeah. which is pretty um, incredible yeah, so yeah, yeah so he still got and he got the fastest lap so he got three world championship points which are his first world championship points so, yeah yeah but yeah, he, he was it. gutted <laughs> he was say. devastated wasn't he yeah because he, he should have yeah. won that he you know, like he should have won it twice basically so um, yeah yeah but you know what that's the sort of thing i think that um 
it would have been great, obviously, to have that fairy tale win, but that's the sort of thing that builds strength of character. You know, how he responds to those kind of setbacks is 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 all part of the game, isn't it? Yeah, um, totally. Yeah. You know, if he if he's if he's psychologically tough enough to be uh, racing at that level, then you know he'll he'll learn from that, and um, I'm sure the Mercedes team will as well. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. They always say that when something like this happens, it's it's actually better for the team because they always learn from it and improve something. Yeah, so they'll yeah. they'll improve. They, they have a very system. good um, sort of team ethic as well, and they they don't have any kind of blame culture. Um, oh no, so, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, I saw a, there was a really good documentary, and Toto Wolf said, "You blame the problem, not the person," um, yeah. which is. You know, uh, definitely um, a, a large part of uh, their success is down to that um, oh, philosophy. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Like they, it's very different from in other teams, I think. But, um, mm. but yeah, I mean, it was it was a great race. It was, I mean, it was gutting for George because it was like all this. He just, it was just, it would have been a fairy tale thing for him. He gets one chance in the car and he dominates basically, and he was much better yeah. than Bottas. And um, I mean, Bottas was gaining on him after the first pit stop, but he still had a he had an eight second gap, and then he actually lost um, the first virtual safety car after that initial pit stop. He actually lost three and a half seconds in one of the sectors or in one of the laps behind the virtual safety car. Like I think he got the um, the timings a bit wrong in terms of the constant speed he had to go to, and he was too slow. And Bottas gained quite a lot of time on him there, but. Um, but he still had like a five second buffer and it was kind of floating around that before then everything just sort of kicked off with the safety car. So it was, um, he was managing it really nicely. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was, yeah, it was yeah, such a shame, but I just, I think it's like, I mean, he's proved he, almost the result. It doesn't really matter because it, it doesn't affect anything in the championship. And, it was more about how amazing he was in qualifying the whole weekend, oh, really. And totally. then, I mean, he's he's definitely proved that he's got um, he's, he's he's got the ability. Oh yeah, clearly. like perfect. Yeah. You know, twenty six thousandths of a second off Bottas in qualifying. He got this. He got the start perfect, better than Bottas. He led the race for a large portion of the Grand Prix. He's now third in this year in most laps in the lead <laughs> that's how um yeah. dominant yeah. mercedes have been um and obviously there was like 87 laps for this one because it's such a short lap but um but yeah so he, he, he led that then there was a safety car restart which he did flawlessly like the, you know pit stops were perfect apart from mercedes fuck up you know it, it's um he did everything right and he was fast he even when he went down to fourth after their initial fuck up he made the places back which bottas didn't so he made the yeah, places back yeah. and was basically going to win it again apart from that puncture so it's um it was amazing amazing drive he, he yeah, should be in yeah. that team he, next um, year he certainly made a good account of himself he he seized his opportunity and, and I, even though i don't want to see Bottas leave the team it's kind of like um it's so annoying because williams claire williams fucking barred russell from joining the team next year mercedes because they wanted him they, they wanted mm, him in the car next yeah, year yeah. but williams was like no he's got a three-year contract with us we want him you can't have him and um and then fucking Williams go under anyway and it's new new people and um yeah, yeah. it's just like fucking hell I just that's you know you wonder why Williams are in the position they're in it's because of fucking thinking like that I think it's just like come on guys yeah I think maybe some some decisions would would have held them back certainly or, or held other drivers back perhaps 
Um, it's like in you can, particular, like, George Russell. He, you yeah. know he's such a talent. And I get you want to have him, that sort of calibre driver in your team to help push the team forward. But mm. it's kind of like, well... It might not, yeah, I mean, it, it might not be quite as black and white as that as well. I think George Russell was quite keen to make sure that he um, didn't kind of just up sticks and leave as well. I think he was invested in the whole project. Yeah, but he'd have had two years with them and... I don't know. He's he'd already outperformed that car hugely, and yeah, it's one of those. Uh, he wanted to be. I guarantee he wanted to be in that. The way he's talking, even after this weekend, he's like, "Well, hopefully it gives Toto a headache for 2022 and maybe sooner." So, um, mm, mm. but then, do you upset the uh, the team balance uh, with Bottas and Hamilton for next year? You probably don't, because Bottas is a very good number two driver, and he isn't gonna. It's gonna push Lewis, but he's not gonna regularly beat him. But I think Russell. Is I think he's up at Lewis's level in terms of speed. So, um, yeah, yeah, it would be a, a really interesting matchup, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of a little bit of a shame that um, Verstappen and Leclerc did crash on the first lap in terms of what it might have been. Oh, yeah, um, it would have been huge. Yeah, the, the yeah. challenge uh, there as well. Um, but it was it was just one of those crazy races. It, yeah. You sort of um, did you know that? Um, I'm glad. <laughs> Speaking just from a totally selfish point of view, I would have been pissed off if Russell had won because um, I didn't realise the odds on him winning that were three thousand to one. Apparently. <laughs> oh, three thousand been... to one to win. Yeah, apparently. Really? I, no. I, I, I would need to go and check that because that's what I read in some random thing. It wasn't even about what the odds were. Really, it was just a story. And then at some point, there was something about. Um, yeah, that Russell apparently was three thousand to one to win that, which seems a bit no, dubious that, to me. Oh, that must have been before he. That's if he was racing <laughs> yeah. Williams. Like, yeah, imagine though, perhaps if you'd have placed the bet beforehand. Yeah, because does it matter what? Does it change because he's in a different car? I don't know if it would. Yeah, well, I, I wonder, wonder if he'd have wanted would. that bet because I think that's probably what the scenario was. But imagine you'd done that and just gone and for some won. reason had a cheeky punt on that and put like ten bucks on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been crazy. Yeah, I, I still think you'd have got fairly good odds on having a cheeky bet on him winning. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah. in that car, I mean, really, realistically, it was going to be a good chance, him or Bottas. Really? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a shame Verstappen was out because he was fast and yeah. it would have put pressure on Bottas and Russell and we might have had a few more fireworks. And then with um, uh, Charles Leclerc and the Ferrari. I mean, how he put yeah. that car on fourth was just, I don't know if you saw oh, the that's qualifier. incredible, yeah. yeah. That's um, just nuts. Like, he's, he's totally outperformed that car, hasn't he, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, big time, yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting to see Vettel. I think it just does not suit Vettel's driving style, and he's acknowledged that. But yeah. the, the the difference in performance between the two is just quite quite unreal. Well, really. they they do think the cars aren't exactly uh, equal as well. There's rumour that yeah. they've it given wouldn't surprise Charles me with Ferrari, more of the goodies, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I think yeah, I mean. Vettel going to Aston Martin next year, I think, is a good move for him. It should reinvigorate mm. him, and mm. he's the you know he'll definitely be the number one driver. Um, um, yeah, so that'll yeah. be that'll be it's, interesting. Um, I think as well, you know, again, you, well, racing point as a team, obviously, yeah, obviously, there's the the arguable thing about it's basically a clone of last year's Mercedes car. Putting that to one side, <laughs> they've still they've still performed. I mean. Sergio Perez has, has had a really good season. He's a solid driver. Oh, he's great. I, yeah, he's, he's um, consistent. I really, I really like him. He's just get, he's just kind of kept his head down and gone with it. 
and and you got to actually give a lot of um, props to Lance Stroll as well. I think he's as if you think about where he was when he first started, he could have quite easily fallen by the wayside. Yeah, um, he is on. good. I mean, he he does have talent, and he does yeah. shine when it's like a bit wet or slippery or slightly adverse conditions. So I think that does show he does have natural talent for sure. Mm. So. Mm. Um, so it isn't just the case that his dad owns the team, I think, with him. No, so no, I think he's, he's a genuine talent. He's, he's, you know, they are a racing family. Okay, they've got shitloads of money, which helps, but... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, so, he's not walked into it off the set of a, a fucking soap opera or something, thinking no. he can do F1 or something. But, yeah, I mean, it was really, really solid season for them, and I think, um, that obviously, the, the, I've seen some, some sort of talk about... Um, you know, an argument to say that really Red Bull can't, you know, can can they keep Alex Albon knowing that someone like Perez is waiting in the wings? Um, I don't know. Did you see um, after Albon's qualifying and he got 12th, it mm. cut to Christian Horner on the pit wall yeah. and he was just shaking <laughs> he his head. He was just like, and then Albon in the fucking interviews afterwards, he was like, oh no, I, I, it was, I felt I liked it. It was a good lap. I, I, was like, I think that was okay. And it's like, no, it fucking isn't, mate. Fucking hell. is. I'm a, I'm trying to be a fan of his and support him and go you know give him a chance, but his attitude seems so like oh you know it was he, he just seemed reasonably upbeat about the lap and it's like mate you're fucking twelve and Verstappen almost put it on pole like yeah you don't know what he's been told to say though you know what I mean a lot of these drivers they're just told to say whatever uh, keep it positive yeah oh, say so you did a good lap yeah 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 that move on um, he just doesn't <laughs> seem to be acknowledging publicly the amount of pressure he's under. And I'd wonder whether no, it'd be I, I better think, if you uh, did. His, I think his mentality is is perhaps, yeah, not quite right. Um, but you know, yeah, he's, he's been under a huge amount of pressure. He's, a, he's he's an exceptionally good driver. Oh yeah. But I think if you know at that level um, and and knowing there's quality, um, someone like Perez um, who who can deliver. Um, I'd be giving. I I, I would um, again like to see what it would be um, to have a little cheeky pun on Perez joining Red Bull. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it would be it would get them. They know they could put him in, and the car would be up next to Verstappen basically every every race. Like they know yeah. that would be what happens. Um, same if Nico Hulkenberg, because he's also rumoured he'd be doing the same thing. So I know Verstappen apparently wants Hulkenberg. So. Um, yeah. So uh, first, I just did a search, and it, it was uh, sadly it was the sun that came up first in the um, the search results. Uh, so I'm not going to click on it because fuck you, um, the sun. Um, but uh, yeah, I put Sergio Perez to Red Bull odds, and it's straight up. Sergio Perez is now odds on favourite to be Max yeah. Verstappen's Red Bull teammate. So it's, um, it's weird <laughs> because I think Albon, like you look at how McLaren run their team and how they look after their drivers and science has shone since he's got joined McLaren compared to where he was before and then mm, yeah Norris they're just it's like Norris is the hardest on himself in that team and the team are really supportive of him whereas it, I don't it doesn't quite seem that way with Red Bull I mean Horn has been Christian Horn has been very vocal about trying to support Albon publicly and give him time mm. and stuff which mm. I guess is good but there seems to be a bit of a not the dynamic in the team is a bit more 
the pressure is more, I guess, or they expect more than, say, maybe McLaren expect or something. I don't know. It's just weird. So I think Albon at McLaren would be, I think he'd do a lot better there than he would at Red Bull, for instance. But obviously that's, he's a Red Bull driver. And once you're in that Red Bull world, it's kind of difficult to get out of. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. best thing I, for science was getting out of that. And I'm glad he did, you know, when he went to Renault and then he went on to uh, McLaren and I now guess, he's at Ferrari. So. Are um, Alfa Tauri, are they just maintaining the same lineup for next year? I can't, I can't recall. Um, Alfa Tauri are Gasly, yes. Kvyat, no. Um, I think someone else is driving. I don't know if they've okay. announced it. It could be the young Japanese driver, potentially, because he's a Honda guy. But then because Honda are leaving, I don't know whether they'd still do that or not. I'm not sure. But they might be giving them a massive amount of money to get him to drive. So it, it's probably going to be this little Japanese kid who's supposed to be pretty good. So, mm. uh, so yeah, I don't know. But it's... Um, I don't know. I think Daniel Kvyat's done a pretty solid job, really, this year. After yeah, yeah. A, a solid, solid season, really. Again, he's... He, it's, um, he's done a lot better there than at... At Red Bull, so I kind of feel like I, I wonder whether I don't know. It's it's a tricky one, but I think for sure Perez at Red Bull would do a good job and probably not beat Verstappen, but he'd be like the Bottas to Hamilton thing for for Red Bull. That's kind of what they want. They want someone who's really Compression. fast, consistent, but isn't yeah. gonna rock the apple cart too much but Perez kind of is good enough to maybe rock the apple cart a bit more than Bottas so I wonder um, yeah yeah I, he, I think Perez yeah he's um, a bit of a dark horse I think really he's I've always liked him though he's, he's, yeah, he's just kind of yeah. yeah always just got on with the job and, and actually he's he's often um, you know outperformed the car really oh yeah he's, yeah he's done a great job and it's um particularly back in sort of Force India days and things like that. I didn't think about yeah. that. And if you think about it, even though I'm gutted that George Russell didn't win, the fact that Perez, it could be his last year at least for a while, it, that he got and he hasn't won a race. This is his he, first he race win. It's kind of like, it's one of those, it's like actually, if anyone did was going to win it, for Perez to win it, that's pretty cool. And even though it's going for yeah. George, George is just at the start of his career. So it's it's not a... And it odd, it, you know how well he's performed. I think he's getting that Mercedes drive pretty soon. So in the next couple of mm, years, for sure. Yeah, so you, you can see that happening quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Toto's got a hard decision to make. Really, now it's. I mean, obviously, mm. Bottas has a contract, so you can't really kick him out. Because if you did, where's he going to go? That's a problem. So it's. Uh, I think it would be harsh on Bottas, and, and yeah, particularly yeah, with without options. Yeah, available next year. I think um, I think they'll buy their time a little bit. Yeah. I, I think actually, you know, Russell's got plenty of time. To, oh yeah, he's um, like twenty two or something. Isn't he? So he's yeah, you know, it, it's actually it, it's kind of probably good in a way that he's not just slotted straight into a top team coming from a back of the grid team straight away. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah I think it's perfect for Russell because he's kind of learnt his craft in the lowest team, whereas Albums had all that pressure with in Red Bull, but whereas Russell's been able to, you know, run that team, well, be the kind of head honcho at that team in terms of drivers and mm. develop himself and but with no real pressure, no eyes on him and just putting in these great qualifying performances, getting that car in Q2 regularly, which he shouldn't really ever be there. And um, But he's done it like nine times this season, which is just fucking amazing. So it's, um, so maybe another year, down there and then 2022 jumping up into the uh, Mercedes with Lewis that's probably what I'd 
That would be pretty tasty. It's going to happen. Yeah, and then maybe then, you know, the year after, yeah, maybe then 2020, Bottas could get a drive for, mm, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where he'd go. That's the problem. Um, Mm, mm. Maybe Red Bull would want to snap him up. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I think um, it's very easy for Bottas, but that's his personality, isn't he? Kind of blends into the background a bit. And he he probably ought to be a bit careful of doing that in terms of his career, <laughs> if he doesn't sort of um, kind of uh, you know put his, raise his hand. I mean, he he does a, a really amazing job, and he's obviously a class driver. But he doesn't he doesn't I suppose draw the attention perhaps that some of the other drivers do when they're sort of jostling jostling for a place in a team. You know, no. he's sort of um, he's a bit meek, isn't he at times? Oh yeah, exactly. And it, it, it kind of reflects on track. Like I mean, look at how. Yeah. George drove this weekend. He was so much fun to watch drive. Like you know, the, the moves he was putting on, and I, I, I don't know. You kind of that's why I like watching Hamilton drive because he's kind of the same. He, I don't know, mm. it's just something exciting. Yeah, about I think and Verstappen. Bottas is, is a very fair and professional driver, but perhaps he's a little bit too fair. Um, well, I don't know because I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but he's yeah, yeah like no, yeah, no, maybe killer but, instinct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. like a Verstappen. He's just a fucking. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's exciting. And uh, Esteban Ocon as well, uh, like, you know, second for him. Um, yeah, that, that Renault yeah. are really pleased he got that result because yeah, they, yeah. they really wanted him to get some confidence for next year going up against Alonso because that's mm, going to be mm, difficult. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. I mean, Ricardo's dominated Ocon this year, like, really embarrassed, not embarrassed him, but he's dominated him. So, yeah, yeah. If he got had another, if he didn't have any decent results this year and went into next year against Alonso, who's probably, you know, still one of the fastest people in a Formula One car, um, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, so it's good that he got that P2 and a bit of confidence and, you know, he goes into next year knowing that he can perform in that car. So, mm. yeah, I think mm. that's good for them. And then yeah. I'll just quickly so the there's basically a really good for next weekend. It's definitely worth watching because the P3 in the constructors championship is up between uh, Renault, McLaren, and Racing Point. So Racing Point are on 194 points, McLaren are on 184, and Renault are on 172. So it could swing either way with a good result from both cars and a bad result from one of the other teams. Like it, it's going to be really close. Um, so it's all to watch. I really want to see, I don't know, I really want to see McLaren get it, to be honest with you, because they've had such a hard few years and um, for them to get yeah, that Yeah, again, they've kind of, they've, they've gone about their business pretty pretty impressively this season. They, they seem to have got their heads down and just kind of really got some solid, solid results. Yeah, um, they really fluctuate though. They have they like do, a good race yeah. and a bad race. So I think yeah. that they need to find their consistency, but... There, um, I think Ricardo in that team is going to massively help that next year, and I think Ricardo and Norris together are going to work really well together. So it's um, yeah, that's a bit exciting. It's going to be my... Yeah, I think I think science is now at the stage where he probably has has maybe. I mean, science is a great talent, and I think he's now at the stage where maybe his ego has slightly outgrown something like McLaren to for now where McLaren are at, and he. I think science needs to to kind of scratch that itch. He needs the opportunity um, in the top team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's going to be good there. I think. You know, I think he will be. I think he will be. Yeah, um, he's a good driver. So, yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, yeah, just overall, again, the season's been 
considering what what could have been um, and and how they managed to piece it all together. Um, oh, it's been great. It's been it's yeah. been the best season for years in my mind because yeah, it's like yeah, definitely just because some of the classic tracks they've been to have been so good. Like it's yeah. it's been really cool. And, so. and Bahrain could have could have been a bit of a damn squib, but actually, you know, to run two races concurrently there on two different circuit layouts was was really cool. It was exciting racing. That's yeah, what yeah, you want. Yeah. That was yeah. good, man. Good, and I think Abu Dhabi next weekend. So that's it, there's passing opportunities there and stuff, and it's a pretty cool circuit. So that's probably going to be good fun. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Abu Dhabi sometimes is a bit near. Um, I know the drivers are a bit kind of indifferent about it. Um, yeah, I mean it's a cool venue. I think it's one of those things that ultimately it probably has to be on the on the on the calendar from a, a commercial perspective. Financial point <laughs> um, of view, yeah. Uh, for the money involved and and you know it's just an amazing track and facility and that but I, I i don't know how great it is for racing to be honest um but um yeah still it's quite a cool track to drive kind of but yeah no it's um yeah it's uh you can pass on it because there's that big straight so there is opportunity yeah, for passing yeah. which it's is fast. something it's fast yeah so um uh, and the last I, I really like the last section um, well, in the Formula One game, it's good fun to drive because of the way the corners are and stuff. It's pretty sweet. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of want to see Russell drive again next week, but uh, it all depends on Hamilton's um, if he gets a negative test. I think he has to test negative by a certain day, or he's not going to have time to travel and be cleared and then be able to race. Yeah, uh, it would be quite interesting to see Russell again in that car. Just. Um, Obviously, you would want Hamilton to be racing because that's you know that's what yeah, yeah. that's 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 what he's earned. He's earned his right to be there. But yeah. at the same time, it's um yeah, it would be really interesting to see how Russell would perform again. Um, yeah, but uh, whether we see that or not remains to be seen. I guess. Yeah, I kind of just to give him another chance to see if I can get that race win. <laughs> put, put Hamilton in his Williams. Just go. Yeah, let's have a sort. There you go, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it'll be interesting, but I mean, he if if Hamilton isn't cleared, then they have it's confirmed Russell will drive for them next week. So it's that's mm. all in place if if um, Lewis isn't well enough. So supposedly he was pretty feeling pretty bad, but in the last twenty four hours he's feeling a bit better. So, um, but yeah, he has to do. I think there's an X number of negative tests he's got to get before he's cleared or something like that so yeah and, and there's there's quarantine rules to get into um the country so there has to be a a number of days and all this sort of stuff so it's it's kind of dependent on that as well so yeah yeah so we'll see how, well, goes, we'll see how not, it goes yeah. not sure so yeah but yeah anyway it was a good um it was a good entertaining race well worth watching everyone if you haven't uh seen the highlights or anything it was quite entertaining very chaotic um but yeah cool cool layout as well it was actually quite an interesting circuit very short lap but it was cool though very short lap yeah one of the shortest in um well history. probably is the shortest in history yeah. it's got the yeah it's got the shortest lap time in history of formula one now so it was nicky louder at one minute exactly i think um that's believe, right yeah but now yeah. it's down at 54 seconds or something 53 something like that. so yeah madness anyway yeah cool all right well let's wrap up there because i got to eat dinner still and it's half hour oh, really? so. <laughs> yeah because I, I was sort of i trained late and i went on my bike and then i was just pottering about and then i was like oh i don't really have time to cook so 
It's all right. I'll just have something light. Um, yeah, cool. Well, cheers for um, coming on Smithers. It was most enjoyable. It was nice to actually have someone to talk to rather than me just talking to myself about Formula One. So, um, um, no, yeah, happy. Good. Thank you for having me on, as always. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to uh, have, a, have a little talk about it. And, sporting uh, chat. Sporting yes. chat, yes. Well, um, exciting to wrap up the season. Is that next weekend? In, yeah, it's the last race next weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's three back to back. Um, so. Yeah, so maybe we'll um, we'll do a little season little wrap up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we get cool, a chance. Man. That'd be nice, cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, thanks for having me on again, and um, yeah, thanks for listening, people. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with another episode soon. I might do a little midweek random waffle about something. We'll see what happens. But um, oh, always up for a random waffle. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, cool. All right. Well, cheers, everyone, and we'll be back with another episode soon. Cheers, guys.